Welcome to Off the Record. It's Alex, Mike, and Quan, and we are with one of our special guests, Denarian McCants. Denarian, welcome back to the show, man. How's it going? I am well. Thank you for having me back. And can I shout out that so I'm we, on Facebook Live too? And let you know, let everybody on my Facebook Live how, how they get to your podcast. So I can tell them just go to how, where, they, where y'all located. And they can go tell everybody they can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, yeah. Stitcher. Okay. And just look for the OTR. Tell them search off the record. Off the record. So all my people on Facebook go to off the record and then y'all can listen in. Cause I got these earbuds and I know y'all can't hear the questions. So off the record, Apple Fi, app was Apple Five. Would you say Apple? Apple Search podcast, Spotify, Spotify, all the podcasts. Just find them. Or <laughs> or or t- or tell them tell them go to Facebook and search for Off the Record and they can watch it with us. Oh yeah, Facebook Off the Record. Y'all already on Facebook, so I got a couple people looking at it already. So we're gonna so, talk about them the NFL Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> Yeah, man. One, one, your, one of your former employers, man. So just yesterday, the Washington Post released a story. Uh, 14, I'm sorry, 15 women have accused the Washington Redskins of a number of sexual harassment um, incidents. So the Redskins always find themselves in situations, and this is one of the worst situations. And so, uh, one, thanks for coming on and giving us some insight into the organization. But there's a number of things levied against the organization, man, such as uh, the Redskins uh, HR department only having one employee, um, <laughs> executives uh, sitting uh, standing at the bottom of stair steps at the uh, at at the Redskins uh, corporate offices, looking up women's skirts, um, sleeping with re- uh, female reporters for stories. You you have three well, minority owners. The, the reporter is sleeping with them for stories. <laughs> That's that's the only one I heard of by the reporters. I was like, they 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 ain't played the game right. They didn't change the game in 2020. <laughs> they they there's um you got three minority owners trying to sell their their stakes in the, in the in the football team, man. I mean, it sounds like it's a mess. So when you were there, like, did you see like, was there this culture of of sexual harassment, foolishness? I mean, well, I can't say the sexual harassment. So I I, I can say and speak on only what I know. Sure. Um, and what I, far as the hearsay, mm-hmm. so far as, um, the culture of the business, um, I'm going to say it's been like that because mm-hmm. when I've gone over there, you know, the, the, the locker room is tight and then everything else outside of it is messy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, you know, business starts from the top and rolls down. Um, now I can say far as, like I said, the 2020 group. They messing up, man. And now have you, I have to say I'm being facetious because, you know, it's 2020 and anything you say can and will be held against you. I'm being facetious when I say this, that the 2020 report is messing up, man. Like one time we had an all, we had an all players meeting. It was strictly players. Literally everything we said verbatim was in the paper the next day. Wow. Now, how does that happen? If you give the right person, uh, uh, you know, some brains, they'll take everything you want. So what happens is some of these reporters, especially, uh, you know, they started leveraging the beauty um, and feminine energy against these males, these young males with high testosterone um, to get stories. Um, you know, so I was just like, how the hell do we have an all players meeting? And literally, I'm talking about it was quotes in the paper from when we was in the room 
because we was getting our tails kicked and some of the veterans was like, hey, man, this is what we need to do. And I'm talking about verbatim. And I was like, it's only one way somebody going to go out there and start telling what's going on. You know, especially, like I say, we young, high testosterone. Uh, you know, the reporters started looking good. And, you know, they started sending more and more females. That's part of the game, man. And now, you know, they didn't get their way or somebody burnt them. Uh, you know, and I mean, like, in the sense of, you know, you get you got yours, you ain't give me mine. And so they started snitching. They started telling what the situation is. But, you know, this ain't the first time. Then they say they had something in, um, like, a while ago, but they was at the island or something, and they took passports and all that craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was 09. Was yeah, that they, far? They, that was that long ago? There was, yeah. there was a story that, oh, that, yeah. that the team took cheerleaders to Costa Rica and then took their passports and had them well, um, parading around naked and all that stuff. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going... I, I can only speak once again on that behalf of more the cheerleaders just because... I, since since I was there, the organization that that part of the organization is technically separate. Um, now, like obviously, I wasn't there doing events, but everything that they've done that I've ever seen has been completely strictly professional. Um, like dude, like people don't understand how hard those cheerleaders actually work, man. Because you got to be beautiful and an athlete. Because like I said, they jump in, jump out of clothes, switch scenes, and it's it's amazing how fast they move. Um, and then the people who I know run it. They keep it professional just so they don't mess up, you know, because when you mess their brand up as being, you know, a slutty brand, it's hard to get that back. It's real hard to get that back. And then it's hard to be respected and it's hard to put your put your brand out there because considering you're dealing with women and um, most of those women that I've met and come in contact with are business professionals. So they really it wouldn't be in their best interest to be, um, you know, slutted out because they don't make no money. Like it's more, it's more for the fame in that in that dancing sense than it is for the for the loot. Like you know, what I mean, you playing ball, you guaranteed your you know four or five hundred thousand dollar check. But you're a cheerleader or a dancer. Shoot, from what I heard, they only get paid like sixty dollars a session or whatever they come through, and then they got to try to make their money in the back end. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like I said, somebody had to take the fall, so you get paid to take the fall. You know how it is. I mean, if there if there's a, a a woman, a female reporter, or just a woman in the organization, and sh- and she she's sexually harassed, I mean, what do you think would happen if she reported it to senior management or whoever at the organization? Like, is there? Do you think there's a culture there where that would be respected, take it taken seriously, or do you think it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever? So, like, within, like I said, within that world, you have the boys will be boys. But mm-hmm. ever since the Me Too, it's changed. The boys can't be boys. You see what I'm saying? So, now, personally, like I said, I was raised by four women for the most part. So, it's always been a respect. Um, I've never had an issue um, personally or really necessarily seen it. But, like I say, the hearsay, you know, come around training camp and all you're around is dudes. People start looking real good. That normally don't that normally don't look good, you know. What I mean, you start looking at him like, man, her ankles look real good right about now. That testosterone, you on testosterone for two and three weeks, and anybody and everybody start looking good. So you know, what I mean, I'm, some guys probably say some things they probably shouldn't say, but now since 2020, they like, nah, you can't say it, speak to me any kind of way, regardless of who and what position your job is, because now they have a power, now they have a leverage. So you know, guys got to be aware of that as well as the women. Um, I'm not going, you know, not to, how, like I said, got to watch how I say this. 
You know what I mean? Like, to an extent, don't put yourself in a position. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think some women, they, they try to get that attention. And then when it's too much attention or the attention from the wrong person or the attention that they don't like, like, I can tell my boys. And I'm like, look here, if she like you, it's called flirting. If she don't like you, it's called sexual harassment. It's the same thing from our perspective but not from the woman's perspective. So we got to be real careful. You know what I mean? If anything, I was in that circumstances, shoot, just play ball, man. Do your job and go home. There's plenty of, uh, what they say, plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you approach a woman and, you know, you want to talk to her, she likes you, cool. If you approach her and she doesn't like you, you keep it moving. If you keep going at her, that's a whole different situation. Some of these women are talking about, Men cornered them in certain, you know, certain places in the facility, you know, wouldn't let them leave. And they're, they're talking about from the top down, you know, from around Dan Snyder's inner circle where, you know, pretty powerful people in the organization um, were, were able to get away with really whatever they wanted. And there was nobody that they could go oh. to and report this stuff. And I don't know how, I hey, mean, I, I, I know that happens because that happens in every industry. It seems like for women. Uh, very much so. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, um, like I say, can we cuss on this? I don't know. If, I don't know if I should be saying this on my Facebook, but uh, you know what I mean. Like Chris Rock, I'm, I'm gonna use Chris Rock quote. He said, "Women get handed meat every day. Hey, you want my meat? Hey, you want my meat? Hey, you want my meat? You want my meat? I, I look. You look like you want some meat. You know what I mean? And dudes do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what was the one show? I think the show, the one show where the lady just walked down the street in New York and about the cat calls. She got mm -hmm. she got cat called over a hundred times walking down the block of New York." Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, it's it's part of that culture that we have to get rid of, that we have to be aware of, um, because that's not cool. Because, like I said, it won't, won't, eventually it's going to be your daughter. Eventually, it may be your mom. You know, eventually it may be your sister. Like, do you want that pressure on them? And then, yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, some guys think that playing, you know, oh, she playing hard to get. I got to play a little bit more aggressive. She said no. So, I mean, I got to go harder. Um, and like I said, to an extent, we got to get out of that because I know. I, you said no one time. I'm leaving the other way. And he was like, why did you try? I'm like, try what? You said no. I don't play them games. I didn't see too many brothers get caught up in the system off of sexual assault or rape charges. You said no. That Don't play them games with me because you say no. I'm oh, nice to meet you. And I'm gone. I mean, if this is all, you know, if all this is happening, is, is this just a further indictment on how bad of a team owner Dan Snyder is? You explained some of your situation, your dealings with him on the last last episode. I mean, sounds like he's a pretty bad owner. And then y'all saw it in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was only like a week later, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like, yeah, I mean, hey, like, yeah. Man, I said it. I said, might have been telling the truth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I said, it. I said, man, it's funny. I said we 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 did the show. You know, you came on and you know spoke about. The things that you know you, you uh you encountered when you was on the team and, and the time you know and, and like I said yeah you know y'all bringing everything and I'm like damn literally the week, <laughs> week after yeah all this stuff comes out you know what I yeah. mean so you know what I mean like what what did they say uh you know what did they say the the, the truth always gonna come to light mm -hmm. um but I my personal opinion I think it's the big it's part of the billionaire boys club so you know what I mean when you're a billionaire you you almost become untouchable but now, if the other billionaires don't like you, oh, it's, it's always going to be. Think about all the polit political uh, people who tried to come out and then all of a sudden they got all these sexual harassment charges. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if, if you keep putting, you know, that, that lean on the organization, 
Um, even like the dude, uh, what was the guy from uh, the Clippers? Don't Everybody so. knew he was racist. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it was actually a, it was his personal call. Like the part I don't like is when it get when when you start putting personal people, you know, business people personal business. If that's how you feel, everybody already knew it. It's just fact. Now we took a personal call and it made it public, and that's what I don't like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you already knew, get them out of there. You see what I'm saying? They know what's going on. Everybody knows. You can go down the list of entertainment in Hollywood. Um, they know what's going on. But when you part of that billion boys club. You see what I'm saying? They they become untouchable. So everybody around them fall, but they don't. Um, but you can see, obviously, that's the culture he allows. Because if he didn't, it, we wouldn't be hearing anything about it. You know what? That, to, to, jump in, to jump in, that's the interesting part about the whole story. Because the two people who haven't been named yet in any of the, I guess, harassment claims is Snyder and Bruce Allen. But everybody underneath him, mm-hmm. <laughs> their name has been mentioned. So yeah, I found I found that to be interesting. So Alex, I know we were kind of going through the story last night. What was the timeline? Was it between two th- two thousand six to two thousand nineteen? Which is that's almost Snyder's entire tenure, right? So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So D Mac, my question for the you: the facts is, don't lie, the stats don't lie. My my question for you is this. Like, all right, one of the things in the story was, as Alex mentioned early on, that they only had one HR professional working in the office, right? Did you guys, were you guys aware that, was it ever, I mean, typically when there's one HR professional in any, working for any organization, it's a holdup in something, whether it's my whether it's, you know what I mean, <laughs> I need this paperwork and it ain't gotten to me yet. Did you, were you guys aware that it was just one person there? Um, Like I said, when I was there, no, I think it was pretty solid. It was, he was new. So it was 19, what, he came in 1999. I was there 2001. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff um was already preset, you know what I mean? Like, um, as far as shortages and people looking crazy. Yeah, people will always look crazy. People always look stressed. I'm like, yo, this is sports, man. Like, why y'all look so stressed? But um, I think if, like I said, if you look at the stats, I want to say, forty people walked off the job one day because they either they weren't mm-hmm. getting paid or uh the, the the organization was so toxic that you know. And then you get the rumor of people saying that like they got interns and jobs opening, and people don't want even want to work there. You know what I mean? Right now, you can see the league. Before the league used to come to the Redskins and get that check and it bounced. You don't see no players coming here no more. Even though if he he'll write the check, mm-hmm. but he's not coming here. Yeah, and I mean them players are still you know them big time players ain't come here because they they used to use it. They be like, yo, we go to Redskins, get paid, and they go to an organization where we can win. Like that was the rumor. Like each team has a little um, what's what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like each team got a little something about them. Like if you go to this team, you get paid here. If you go to this team, you can you can win here. If you go to this team, your career over. Okay, you know what I mean? Like each <clears throat> each each organization has a different thing um about about them in the league and that's i don't think it's changed too much because those teams who were winning uh you know they still win and you notice the teams that win don't pay their players yeah i was gonna ask then the teams that are losing oh yeah no that's come on it's like is it something to where like you know like players like they may play on another team and then just all of a sudden when they get the news like you know they may have to go to washington like 
what is it like in the sense of as a, in, a, in the mind of a player like getting that information like is it like damn i gotta go it's like the same thing like if you get the news that you gotta go to buffalo or like cleveland you know it's like well i'm it, it's tough because i know my my rookie year um my agent called me he was like hey great news you don't have to go to europe and I was like, I wasn't asked to go to Europe. And who said I was going to go to Europe if you did tell me I had to go? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, so with the business, listen to, like I said, it's a system. Listen to the system. You are a product. You are a piece of meat. I will, oh, his value is this, and we can trade him for this. That's all it is. It's, it's still a stock market, dude. Like I said, when they call it the million-dollar slave, that's what it is. That's why you can't see or say nothing. The people who who speak up for the organization, whoever that face is, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? For any organization, you know, uh, they gonna speak up for it because they get a check for it. Unfortunately, with the business, I'm a tap dancer if you write the check. You see what I'm saying? That's the reality of the business. Hey, if you start writing checks, I guarantee my tone probably change. Hey, the Redskins, man, it's a great organization, man. I don't know what you're talking about. But for those who ain't getting the check, you know what I mean? Uh, it was, are they scared of the truth or do they want to hide it? You know what I mean? When, it, when these kids come out of college, uh, what was it? I think the Zion thing just came out. How he, he got paid 400000 to go to Duke. Oh, yeah, that we knew that. that, that what? Right, but that's the, that's the business, though. That's the business. Like, like, they keep trying to make it so wholesome. They keep trying to make out these businesses so wholesome, from politics to sports entertainment. It's all crooked, man. Yeah. Whoever got the money, that's where we going. Kentucky, Louisville, you ain't getting five-star athlete after five-star athlete to go out to Louisville, to go out to Kentucky. No. You're going out there because you're getting a check. You know what I mean? And that's what the whole the HBCU surge is right now. Because that's like, okay, if I ain't getting no check, then I'm going to go to HBCU. Mm. You, you mentioned Donald Sterling earlier with, with the Clippers and the NBA. Sterling's you know, racist behavior and discriminatory behavior was well-documented and really in, in criminal law. It was well-documented in L.A. But once it became public... Criminal law? Man. It, it was well-documented for 30 years. But once it became public to the, you know, to the general public, NBA wasted no time in getting him out of there. They forced him to sell. He's $2 billion richer. Um, there are people calling for the NFL to force Daniel Snyder to sell the, the Washington Redskins. Regardless if he had direct knowledge or not, he's the head man in charge. He's supposed to set an example and to clean up the organization. Do you think that the NFL would do like the NBA did, forcing Sterling out and force uh, Snyder to sell the team? No. Like I told you, they all good old boys club, man. They're they not going to they touch him because Snyder going to lawyer up. And, if, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if legally, if he has legal rights to the name, it will be the Redskins. Right now, it's public opinion. That all he did was did a bright PR, PR move of saying, hey, we're going to retire the name and then, um, you know, put his lawyers on it. We're going to retire the name. Oh, you pulling out? Well, I'm going to find somebody that's going to pull in. That's all he's going to do, man. Like, the dude, he's going he gonna to do things his way. Like I say, he's part of the billionaires boys club. They do what they want to do. Now it's just a matter of when I can get it done and how I'm going to get it done and who I got to pay. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's all they do. They all well protected because of the money. Only time you get in trouble is if you help out black people, as you see with uh, Kraft. You see what I'm saying? Kraft help out Meek Mills, and then all of a sudden he get caught with a, a $5 pro prostitute. Come on now. That's the setup. Yeah. 
Well, I got a question. All right, so let me ask you a question. Is it, has, has, it, has it ever been a story or anybody, any type of player, man, that has ever took some type of revolt, you know, when it comes to an owner or even when it comes to Snyder? Just, you know, maybe something to where it's like, yo, I have the money. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a player that I've made X amount of millions of dollars. So it's to the point where I don't even really, I don't even care what anybody else says. Is it, have you ever seen it or have you ever nerd any stories to where, you know, like I said, a player just came out and just pretty much just trashed the owner? Blatantly? Or? Um, no, because like I said, no, no, no. I, I can tell, like I said, so, so when it comes to ownership and speaking of owners, generally, like I said, people, guys know the business. You can't burn the bridge. You burn the bridge, you're done. You're blackballed. It's over. So, so that's what keeps the silence. The money keeps the silence. I can tell you, one of the hall, well, I'm, 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 I'm not going to say no name, one of the Hall of Famers, Straight up said, he said, uh, what did he tell? What one of the Hall of Famers basically said, uh, he was told or he was in a meeting where the guy basically said, I don't pay my players because they don't win. Another, another, another situation where a guy was like, yo, I was drafted here. I was drafted here. This organization will never win. Like this off, this is, this is 2000. One, 2002, 2003, I was drafted here. When I can get my contract, I'm leaving. I don't care how much money they're paying. You see what I'm saying? And, like, ironically, these two players went to other organizations and won Super Bowls. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, so they, they already knew something and already could, could tell um, that the organization would never win. And, right, like I said, I think right now the organization is what? Fan base is down to sixty thousand, and that's, and I'm pretty sure that's probably guessing. That's pretty sure, fucking yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 D Mac, how how many other owners you think uh, might have to worry about? You know what what Snyder's worrying about right now. You you think this could be going on with with other teams in the league, as far as like the cheerleaders and stuff like that? Well, like I said, one, it's not that many organizations that actually have cheerleaders. That's one. Um, two, like I said, they're actually separate entities. You will never really come encounter with them together. Now, as far as ownership, I'm pretty sure they can do whatever they want to do. But like far as the regular players, the scouts, the, the you know, the people in the office, they're really not together that often. Um, but as far as other businesses, you're daggone right. I told you, man. It's, I told you that's part of the culture. Unfortunately, that's what has to change. And I'm speaking to the players. The players have to be aware that they're susceptible, not the owners. Owners, like I said, you're the fall guy. Oh, yeah, you did it. Go ahead, cut them. You know, fine, fine. You know what I mean? Like, apologize or do whatever. Um, mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, you got to be aware of what's, what's happening. Like I said, the, the movement is now. Women have leverage and power. You can't go out and, like I said, be the boys. I'm um, the dude down um, in Indianapolis. He got caught with cocaine and prostitutes. Ain't nothing <laughs> yeah. with him. You know nothing. Not a damn thing. Very sad. You see what I'm saying? Did, did he even get a fine? No. And like, in reality, like I said, it, you know, right now it's all allegations, right? Nothing has been proven. Nobody's been convicted. So anybody can say anything. But like I said, it could be coming from the top of somebody else being paid. And I'm not saying all, and I'm not trying to deny anything of what these allegations are from these women. But I've watched and seen the business. All I got to do is pay you 10 stacks to say somebody did it. 
You get your 10 stacks. It goes into public opinion and nothing of it is true. And it will never, ever go to court. But now public opinion has this view on you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, it's, now it's a matter of public opinion. Hey, you know, or like I said, if they want them out, you know, when, when, when Schneider first got in the business, none of the owners liked him. Nobody in the city liked him. You know what I mean? Like all, all the yeah. other businesses, the basketball, uh, hot, nobody liked him. So I, I, who's to say they ain't, you know, looking at it? Look, man, this is our opportunity to get him out of here. You know what I mean? Like people bank on the Redskins or you know the Washington football team because it brings money to to the to the to the area. If y'all not winning, ain't no money coming, man. You messing up. You know what I'm saying? Or even the NFL, dog. You had one of the biggest franchises, and now you ain't making no money. Now we need to get you out. Okay. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask you. You think somebody got a vendetta against him? Because like all this stuff is coming down like like right after each other. Like like it's almost like somebody out to get him. Well, like I said, if you if you if the billionaire boys don't want you in it, they will get you out of it. They just got to find a way to get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, like I say, Schneider seemed like a gangster boy. He ain't been touched at so, all. You see what I'm saying? Like if you, if you he gangster with it, they not gonna touch him. And then, like I say, he lowering up ASAP. Um, but you know, vendetta. Shoot, when you treat people a certain way, brother, you know the world around it's gonna come yeah. back to you. From what I heard, it's not too many good things I've heard about Snyder. So. Yeah, and and to, and to be clear, I don't think these women are lying. Like, if they like, oh no, you, like you said, yeah. When you come out, when women come out and and accuse somebody, like they're ridiculed. Also, like if you look at the comments on social media for these women coming out, like these women are getting dragged through the mud. So, like, I, I don't think that they're lying. And a number of them and that's have, part of the culture have, that we have to change, right? A number of them have NDAs because they, you know, they either went to court or settled out of court with the, with with the Washington Redskins. And so like their names can't be mentioned in the report, but if they like Snyder has been a problem before this thing became a story yesterday, you know, like he's an, he's an issue, you know what I'm saying? So I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if there aren't similar stories around the rest of the NBA. Yeah. I mean, NFL. NFL, Yeah. But the, the thing for me is, the reason why I mean it's it's I'm not questioning it as much is because if this was players, yo, if this came if it came out that this was uh, uh, uh some players that was on uh, in Costa Rica with some cheerleaders or, or women, yo, yeah. they would they would be they would be trying to fr- fry these yeah. dudes right now. So I I mean I I personally I think that it I, I, something like this doesn't come out as in depth as it is without some truth to it. But DMAC, I want to ask you. So you were drafted by Schottenheimer. Um, uh, yeah, Schottenheimer. And yes, sir. So, and he he came. If I'm not mistaken, he was coming off a winning season with the Skins. He was doing okay with the Skins. Uh, I think that year we went eight and eight. Okay. What? Yeah, I think we went eight. That's, we went, that's we, okay. We lost the first eight. One of the uh, backside. And then the year, but the oh, year, you, oh, Coach Schottenheimer was gonna win. We was gonna win. Yeah, yeah. he was putting so, together the pieces. He had to deal with, you know, what he had to deal with. But he was putting it together. Yeah. Something the Giants don't do. Eight and eight sounds about sounds about pretty good for the Redskins. So yeah. So, so my question is, thank you, Brandon. I know. Remember, <laughs> I, I do remember at that time when, um, when they when he was fired, like it was kind of a shock because he was. It did seem like the team was moving in the right direction. Did that come down? Well, um, I'm gonna tell you 
because well, of the toxic like I said, from our perspective, toxic. which well, what what Coach Schottenheim was a man all day. So my first impression, what the co- coach, I'm gonna tell you my coach Schottenheim stories that stick in my head. First off, when I was playing, I was bull job. So I'm 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 from HBCU. I'm Delaware State. These people not keeping me, regardless. I'm a fifth round draft pick because I, one coach already told me, yeah, you know they 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 cut fifth round draft picks. This is the coach telling me this within the first two weeks. Yeah, you know they cut fifth round draft picks. Okay, you know what I mean. I got ninety thousand and I got my Volvo. I got ninety thousand. I got my degree. I'm about to go teach after y'all y'all stop playing. <laughs> coach Schottenheimer pulled me aside personally, man to man. He said, "Look at D Mac. I like you. It's the reason why I drafted you." He said, you remind me of Ernest Bynum, Ernest Bynum, the way you work. Now, when you walked in this building, you had a black suit on with a red tie. I drafted you because your character. I can go find a wide receiver anyway. So I need you to play football. And if you don't let your balls drop, son, then I'll cut you. So right there, that's my first story. That's a man. You ha- you, he talked to me like a man. I understood like a man. And then I started balling. And then the next game, he's like, that's how I need you to play. Now, have you? I didn't play that year, but they had me on. They had me on the back burner just in case. I think uh, Westbrook got hurt. Um, the, the next phase, we had a team meeting. He literally got everybody in the room that was in the building. I'm down to the janitors. He was like, "It is your fault if we don't win because you holding on to information that I need to know." Mm. So as a man, he got everybody down to the janitors by saying, hey, I need y'all to tell me what's going on. We need everybody in this building on the same page. Mm-hmm. Not just the team, not just the staff, not just the players. He said to everybody in the building. He said, because when we win a Super Bowl, everybody get a ring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so that's a man, man. You see what I'm saying? Um, and then, like I said, the last story is you can't talk to him any kind of way. So if you feel you can talk to him any kind of way, he a man. Like I said, you disrespect me. I'm not as a man. I don't have to disrespect you. We can go back and forth, but what's the point? Mm-hmm. So instead of going back and forth, he left. And then I can tell you, Mister, uh, you know, Coach Spurrier's situation. Coach Spurrier on April third tells us, "Hey, we're gonna see you in about two weeks. In three days, we get a uh, on on television. Oh uh, yeah, Spurrier um retired." So I call up his son, Bubba. Bubba is our position coach. Personal boom. Bubba, your dad retired, man. He just said we was going to see him. What's going on? Oh, hold on. Let me call you back. Hey, dad's on a golf course. Dad <laughs> didn't know he retired. <laughs> so understand, understand the media manipulation. That's why, like, when I, you know, when I say certain things, it's because I've experienced it. So even with myself, all of a sudden, Donnery McCants doesn't want to play special teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where are y'all getting this information? I played special teams in high school. I played special teams all through college. Matter of fact, I was a special teams guru in college. And then I played special teams every year I've been playing football. I don't like coming off the field. I wasn't getting enough time on offense the way I wanted anyway. I don't like sitting on the sideline. I suck at defense, so I'm a receiver. I'm a special teams guy. All of a sudden in the paper, hey, McCants. He doesn't want to play special teams. And I'm like, where are y'all getting this information? Because y'all sure enough ain't get it from me. Next thing you know, McCants is cut because he doesn't want to play special teams. He got a contract. And that, dog, they paid me $3 million. That ain't no money. It's more money than I had 
but it wasn't no 13 million. It wasn't no 14 million. Right. And now suddenly I don't want to play special teams. But that's the medium manipulation that comes from the top. And I heard where it came from because, like I said, when I went to Philly, it was like, oh, you can't, you can't learn the offense. And I'm like, what you mean I can't learn the offense? I played every year. Oh, well, you, you, you weren't that smart. What, what, what smart in what? I've played every year. I may not play how you wanted me to play. I may not play how you like, but at no point in time could you deny me from being on that field. Because if that's the case, how did I last five years? Mm-hmm. But that's part of the media, the media manipulation. Um, other, other room I got back from a reporter that Sprayer was actually trying to make me the number two. But guess what? Hit the people above him, like, nah, he, he's a fifth round draft pick. No, we're going to keep our number two in there. Our num- I think Raw is what, first round draft pick. They're going to keep him in it because of the contract. Mm-hmm. We're going to get our money out of him. And then Raw left him. Mm-hmm. So that's when it becomes the business. It becomes down to that media manipulation. Like, hey, we're going to put out what we want to put out. And guess, that's why I said, that's why I was being facetious in the beginning that the, 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 new, the new reporter is not playing the game right. They actually reported something that actually happened. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They're <laughs> right. they not just going on with the buy-in of saying, hey, this is what's happening. I know. Because at no point in time did anybody ask me what was going on. Because Daggle Danny Smith took me off all the special teams. I'm like, dog, I don't do it the way you do it. But guess what? I get the job done. So then when I took my ass to Philly and I cooked his ass, I'm like, Danny, man, you ain't never put me on the field. I ain't got no control of that. If you don't put me on the field, I can't ball. I was daggone six foot four, 210, ran a full three down the sideline. Who going to stop me? Your biggest DB is 180 pounds. Yeah. It seems, it seems as if when it comes to that, the particular culture of the Redskins, right? And just like you said, Schottenheimer, that you had a coach that was a man's man, that was, uh, you know, hard-nosed, you know, getting your, getting your shit, um, <clears throat> but also let you know when, when you do right and, you know, fair is fair type coach. And it seems as if, like, like you said, it was eight and eight. Yeah, that's that's not good, but it's not bad. But at the same time, like you said, the players were close. People were working hard. But it seems as if, whenever it, it's almost trying to get to that hump, man, the Redskins always cut themselves short. Because when it comes to winning, like you can always kind of see it. You can always see the players. You know, the players work hard. That's, I mean, as 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 the Redskins, you know. Sorry, as a Washington fan, you know what I mean? The players, you always see time in, time out. Like, the players, they work. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, it's not easy to go out there and do what they, you know, what needs to be done. Um, but, I mean, what, why is it that? Is it, I, and it's like, I mean, is it something to where, like, yo, it's the head of the head? Like, th- That's the cult, though. It's not, it's not a winning culture. Like I said, this person I, I reference to is a Hall of Famer. When he said this to me, he was only 23. He's, he was used to winning. He straight up told me. Like I said, he said, dog, I'm out of here. He told me to leave as well. He told me to go to the AFC. He said, dog, if you go to the AFC, you won't ball out. Mm-hmm. This is what this man told me at 23, but I think I was maybe 21, 22. I'm only a couple years younger than him. And I didn't get it. I didn't understand the business because I was lied to. I was saying, hey, be coachable. You know, do the coaches actually to do and everything work itself out. Mm. If I understood business then or if I was told, no, this is business and not football, I may have had a different mentality. That was one of the reasons why I stayed because I'm like, oh, no, this is how it's going to work. Hey, I'm getting along with everybody. Everybody. No, this young man straight up say he said, man, I don't give a damn. 
how much they pay me. I'm not staying here. This is a loser organization. So, like I said, if you see a winning organization, what's the difference? You see what I'm saying? Like teams that get to the playoffs year in and year out. People don't understand. That's hard. <laughs> to have a winning season in the NFL or any sport, that's hard. Let alone go to the championship like, like, um, like Boston, like even with the Eagles when they had McNabb, but they went like 11 times. Like, that's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we can't win, we can't win. But, dog, to have a winning season year in and year out and go to the championship year in and year out, that is hard. But I'm going to say, from my personal opinion, it starts at the top and putting people in a position to be successful. Talking to one Hall of Fame coach, he was like, all I did was, he was like, he understood management. I'm going to bring and get the best out of what you do. You can't fit. I, I can't fit you in my mold because you don't fit my mold. But I'm going to see what you do. And I was with Sean said He knew I was a downfield guy. He was like, when we put you in the game, I want you to just go straight. That's what I did my whole life. <laughs> Run straight. Run force. <laughs> Catch the ball. Score. My, my job was easy. I knew my job. Yeah. First down. I mean, third down, touchdown. That was it. I wasn't no first round guy. I wasn't no first guy that didn't want it. I'd like to play football. I love the locker room and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the difference from the winning organizations, from the top down, what's the difference? Steelers. People, you know, talking about Tomlin and all that, but they still winning. People looking for Super Bowls. It's not that easy, man. It's, it's, it's hard to have a winning season. And then, of course, when, you know, the money ain't right. Because, like I said, we're winning championships, we're winning, winning organizations, Steelers, Green Bay. Um, uh, what's the boys up north? Boston, um, New England. They don't pay nobody. Who who on their who on their contracts got major contracts? Uh, uh, you know, like like a, a Chiefs. What's that boy just got four hundred fifty million something crazy? Yeah, yeah uh, Mahomes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mahomes. yeah. yeah. So my homie. <laughs> so when you so Snyder had been there for what two years before you got there, right? When you when you walked At in least, the, like I said, he got it in '99, right? So yeah, I think so. Yeah. So when you walked in the building, like yo, did you feel like I know it was new, like you was a rookie or whatever, but did you just feel like yo, there's something off in here, like this culture, it just don't feel right, or did was it just like yo, I'm new, whatever, I'm just going with it? Because I know on the last show you spoke about how the difference between when you went from Washington to Philly, and then even your time with the Ravens. Like, did you recognize that off the top? No, I no, because like I said, I'm I'm I was green, man. I, right. I was I'm a suburban kid, had a good upbringing. Um, you know what I mean? I what nobody exposed me to business, nobody talked to me about business. Um, so to see uh, uh the death in culture, I never exposed it, I was never exposed to it. You know, what I mean, I'll have you. I didn't have the best, uh, you know, the greatest coaches at Delaware State, you know, but you're learning. You know, what I mean, I'm a young man. So I'm sitting there like I accept my present time, um, you know, present, present. You know what I'm saying? Like I never looked at, OK, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So like like I said, when this dude told me that, um, you know, that he was never coming back to the organization, no matter what, what they paid him. And I'm like, yo, why, man? I'm like, cuz they, they love you here. You know, what I mean, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the, the 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 sprinkles on top. I wasn't looking down in the bottom, like, okay, what is really going on? But I didn't, I wouldn't know what to look for. 
But like I said, when you go back and after the fact, like I said, I had coaches straight up tell me, nah, I wouldn't do that if I was you. And well, you know, they cut uh, fifth round draft choices. Like these are the coaches that's supposed to be coaching me. These are the coaches that's supposed to be on my team. And this is what you tell me? Like, how, how do I have, if, if, if I had any doubt, how do I have, I, I should, I, now what, what should I have? What, where's my confidence if I got coaches telling me that I'm not even going to be on the team, that I shouldn't do certain things? You see what I'm saying? Like, what is that coach motivation to try to break down a player? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, how can you win if you're trying to break somebody down? And I'm not the type that, okay, like I said, I got a nice life. I'm not the type where you got to try to scare me or say something crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like um, what they was talking about the other day, how uh, I think I think Sandy Shop was talking about how they asked uh, somebody, was his mother a prostitute? That's Brian. That's Brian, yeah. That was, that was, yeah, that was my first experience. When um, they came to Delaware State, dude straight, straight up asked me, how many baby mothers you had? How many dogs you got? Wow. And I'm like, what? Like, it wasn't even a true introduction. And I was like, I was like, dog, I'm, I'm going to keep going. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all, y'all doing that just because I'm at a black college. Right. But obviously, that's what they do because that mentality, that culture spins down. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about racial issues, you talk about 70 plus year old white men that grew up in a Jim Crow era. This is what they think of black people. Mm -hmm. This is what they see. And this is what they're going for. They're not trying to help nobody do nothing, man. All those rules and regulations and all that stuff that they say, oh, we're trying to do this. We have this in place. It's just like the government. They set stuff up just to say they did it. And if you utilize it, great. If not, to hell with you. That makes sense what you say, too, because I, I never understood, for the love of God, why they hired Jim Zorn. He fucking sucked. And, it's, and, it's, and it's like, yo, <laughs> no. like, why do you hire some of these coaches? Like, because you can even look and you can even oh. tell, like, man, they don't, they, they, like, it's like, yo, they hire their homeboys. Like, that, has they they'd have no knowledge, Look, no philosophy of football whatsoever. But what is no no? But what is what what is what what is Snyder? Snyder is a marketing guru. He took the business in seven years and it was bigger than the Yankees. That's dude. True. That is true. He understands you know, marketing. Marketing and making money. You have to look at don't look look at him. Don't look at what, what who he hired. See, that's the problem. We we tend to look at the person in front of us. Look at the puppet master. We got to look at the puppet master who has been controlling it. He went old. He went veteran. He went new. He went old. He went veteran. He went new. Look at the pattern since 2001 of the coaches that he hired and why he hired them. Yeah. Can we go through them? Because I'm, I'm still trying to figure it's, out why some of these coaches hired you like It's marketing. It's, it's simply marketing. I got a new toy. Hey, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Hey, I got a new toy. Hey, you're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, I got a new toy, and y'all, y'all the little kids who get the new toy from the dollar store, and it's the same toy from the dollar store, um, in a different color. And y'all think, hey, we're gonna win the Super Bowl because we got the new toy that's in red. Hey, we're gonna win the Super Bowl because we got the new toy that's in blue. He does the exact same pattern every time. It's interesting you said that too, because if y'all noticed with this this story that dropped. They pushed Ron River. They they pushed River Riverboat Ron, the new coach, in front of this whole thing. He's doing all the talking. Now Snyder puts out a a statement talking about the culture is going to change and it should have never been this way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But 
they put the coach in front of the cameras to talk about this, which I thought was interesting. Who is a minority? Yeah, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And who is a minority in the same sense? It's, I I just thought that was crazy, man. Like, D-Mac. That's the game. You know they've been doing that with Doug Williams. They were doing that with Doug Williams for a while. Like, when when it came to things that, you know, they were trying to slide on the rug, they would always throw Doug Williams in the, in the for you know the forefront to to step up and say something, and right? <laughs> it's like, Yo, and he's being paid it? well, very yeah. well. And deep, and, and, and All right. like I say, give give me Doug, give me Doug job. I tell you the same thing. Hey man, we're, going, we're, we're fighting to be, a, you know, he's a great quarterback. He we, Doug's you know, this shit every year. Just give him an opportunity, dude. I can do it, man. Pay me two hundred fifty thousand. I will talk well. I will speak well. I will be that that token. Give me that two hundred fifty jeeps. Now I'm gonna be honest. That Doug Williams is one name that I'm glad didn't come up, and I hope it doesn't come up. Um, because I was thinking like, yeah. I mean, I know Doug. You know, it's a lot of times, and it could be photo op for photo op reasons. But it's a lot of, a lot of times, you see Doug next to Danny. So usually, when you next to somebody with fleas, they jump on you. Well, now hey, look. As, I, as I swat a well, bug now, out my face. Yeah, but now, come on. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, but old, I, I, old I was hoping to see you too. So, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he know the business now. Right. So I was ho- I, I'm hoping, I'm and, hoping and, his and name don't know, come and up. He's, and he's really well aware that he's a black man too. So, you know what I mean? He, he not one of the ones, I don't think from my perspective and being around him, I don't truly know him. But I don't think he's one of the ones who think um, he's untouchable like the rest. Like I said, I think it's a realization when you come from HBCU of, of the system that you are very touchable and they're going to throw you under the bus first. You know, so that's like I said, like my concept and my thought process when I got in the league. I'm like, man, I went to Delaware State, man. I was like, they're going to cut me just because. Right. I mean, I, a, so a story I, this I big. I believe Doug is very well aware. A story this big, it's a bad look for Snyder not to get in front of it himself. Like yeah. I, that, that, that's that's in itself an admission. Of, that's an admission of guilt. You're putting a coach in front of it that wasn't even there for the he duration of these issues. Right. That in itself <laughs> is like, issue. I've been working for four weeks. I, what are we doing? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. You got to go and talk about it. Like, uh, okay. Uh, what am I like? The say coach. I, the coach. The coach is in charge of the football team, not the, the HR department. It, not not the, right, not not, right. not the organization, the football team. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's an admission of guilt in itself. So my thing is this how how crazy how crazy was that club house or whatever you call it, the organization, whatever, that the play by play man was involved, yeah? <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it just seems like I don't know about that. I don't know. You, you know, yo, you know what? You know what? My thought process of of this whole thing, just talking about it and reading the article, like, <laughs> and I'm sure it probably wasn't. I'm sure they kept it cool, but like, I envision reading this shit and talking about it. That yo, when you walked into that facility, yo, it was just an all day party. You know what I'm saying? And it probably, I'm sure it wasn't, but it's just reading this shit that the play-by-play guys was involved and all of this shit and then them them sitting under certain steps so that they can see up women dressed like you said like you said yesterday alex like are these dudes 15 you know like it's like it's, it's like a frat house like it was yeah. a billion dollar frat house right that's that's the that's the picture i imagine and that's what i get from reading this story it's like yo these are 
well-paid white dudes, billionaires, millionaires, and like, yo, they are looking under, they're standing under a step so that they can watch the next lady go up and see what's well, under her you, damn dress. When, when, when you think you're untouchable, you know what I mean? You do anything that you feel that you can do. You know what I mean? Like I said, that's part of the culture that we have to change, man, as, as men in general. Because like I say, I think I think they call it the rape culture. We have a concept that we should be able to control and dominate women. Um, and we're taught it at an early age. You see what I'm saying? And like I said, when you got these older people, they still live by those same rules. You know what I mean? It ain't that serious. But it is. It's a new world. It's a new era. You know what I mean? And women using their leverage like, nah, because you can't just abuse my body and treat me a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Without a repercussion or, or you know, something happening. You know what I mean? Now, you know, if they sign that disclosure, that's their business. But like I say, some people are looking for that check, too. So that's why it gets, like I said, I've just seen it where it gets kind of cloudy. You see what I'm saying? Because you got women who will try to get into situations to get a check. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not, like I said, once again, this is not knocking anybody because it does happen. But I've seen people get in the way. To oh yeah, I'm gonna do this A, B, and C to get a check. Like I said, you come to certain hotels, it's people waiting in a lobby for you. You see what I'm saying? Like they gotta put security on each floor so random people, you know, uh, namely women, won't just show up and you know try to get into rooms because all it takes was you know uh, one time I was on an elevator, several athletes, and one of the athletes was like, "Hey, can y'all wait?" And I was like, hold on, cuz, you messing me up. Like, I don't need him to wait. And he was like, I, 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 I need him to wait. And then I thought about it. All it was going to take is for one of them females to report because the person, once again, the person I was with was a Hall of Famer. All it was going to take is for them to tweet, text, or say somebody touched me in the elevator. Yep. It might not have happened. But all it's going to take, and then, oh, yep, you did it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you did it. Yep, 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 you did it. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I mean you 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 gotta be you gotta be cautious of all of that, especially when you in a high profile role like that. But I just think I think it's the flip with like people in ownership, like the Snyder Snyder's and the Jerry Joneses and people in high level positions. I think it's almost I think it's almost the reverse of that, where it's like yo, if these women are put in positions where they they they're meant to feel uncomfortable, and it's just them, and they feeling like it's just them. Like yo, if I say something, yo, they gonna smear me, or I'll never work again because it's it's me right. against this this high level billionaire, oh, yeah. or whatever the case oh, may be. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure, right? Yeah, right. It's, it's, and like yeah. you said, they they smearing the women right now. Yeah, yeah. when you look at it, it seems you know what I mean. Yeah, it's 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 real tough, man. Yeah. It seems like man, like it's played as if. Like chess, pretty much. Like on the big scale of things, at, at the end of it, all like you know, they're they're playing. They're the big pieces on the, on the chessboard, and you know, people at the bottom are just pawns in it. You know. Um, hey, well, that's yeah, because you you grains of sand, dude. Like everybody can be replaced. Yeah. You know. So just think about it from a perspective of that Daniel Snyder Weasley ass. Just think about his friends. You know. <laughs> Like Jeffrey Epstein and you know and other dudes that you know do wild wild stuff you know with each other and like just act as if like you know they have money so it to them it's it's just it's child's play 
but you know what I mean to to the everyday person like this is that this is that person's life you know what I mean like to go into a, a stress you know right. culture spot or area to work you know what I mean and have to be under that type of pressure like yo that that's that's the great and, that, and that's sickening man like that's just disgusting it's it, you right. know but what? like I say when it, it, it's it's been known so at some point in time you also got to make a decision like okay should I even file for this job you see what I'm saying because mm-hmm. of the history yeah I was about to say that too like <laughs> it's not and I said this to y'all yesterday. Whatever, every, when everybody was up and I was like, yo, what's going to come out? I wonder what this story going to be. And my first response was, yo, no matter what it is, I'm not going to be surprised that it's coming from, especially that it's coming from D.C. Like, it was nothing that could have came out today or yesterday that would have surprised me. You know what I'm saying? Coming from that organization. Because it's just, and I've always said this to you, Quan, you being a fan and in even during the, the RG3 era and all the shit that would leak about him, <laughs> him and the coach not getting along and this and that and, and, and him flying in Snyder's private plane. I'm like, yo, this is the only organization with shit like this leaks. Just like you said <laughs> earlier, D-Matt, y'all had a players only meeting. But yeah, everything that was said in the meeting was in the fucking paper <laughs> the next day. God. So it's like this is the only organization that. This type of shit leaks, and 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 honestly, in this case, it's it's a good thing. If these women were really uh, done this way, it's a good thing that that they that they're gonna pay for this, hopefully. But yo, I'm not surprised that at all that has come out of this organization. Not at all. Hey man, I I I think I said this to you guys literally off the record. He's going to end up selling the team. I guarantee you. No, he not. He walked. I look. I'm telling you. Like, even even though I, even look, though Donald I, I even though Donald he's gonna keep the red skin name. Listen, <laughs> he he can keep that. Let me let me tell you what. Donald Sterling fought it tooth and nail to to sell the Clippers, right? But he walked away two billion richer. It. So this I is, guarantee. This, this is my only. This is this is my only thing against that, Alex. If it would have came out yesterday that there's a claim of him, then okay. But only thing that was really mentioned of him. He ain't been touched. Yeah. Only thing that was really mentioned in him in this article was him and Jay Gruden in a sex-filled, drug-filled party. Dude, this is round one. <laughs> now, you, think now, that, you think this is the first? Now, this now, is it? Now, oh, they it, said Snyder was in that party with uh, what Jay Gruden was at? The one yeah. that said he was that little girl smoking weed or something. I don't oh, know if it was. I, I don't know if it was that party, <laughs> but they said that that was the only claim that of 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 Snyder. So the two top, basically the two top people in that in that organization, Bruce Allen and Snyder, their name haven't been linked yet. You're right, it's yet. So that's the only thing that has me a little a little skeptical of him being pushed to sell the team now. The other claims have all been basically racial. Like, so Don, Donald Sterling, he's caught on film saying something racial. Um, the dude Richardson that owned the that, that used yeah. to own the Panthers, it was racial. So they caught it. So they pushed him out. It's going to take some. I feel like it's going to take like a strong claim and allegation that Snyder was a part of. Even in even in the in the in the article, they got text messages. But and he shit. doesn't. He doesn't go and get that law firm that 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 represented Judge Kavanaugh if he ain't a little shook. 
Oh, you know he shook. <laughs> I think he shook for sure. He oh, shook he, for sure. He a billionaire. He gonna protect his assets, man. But with two hundred fifty thousand, I shut anybody up. You see what I'm saying? That that's the going rate for for most disclosures because people think a quote <laughs> let me, a million let me, dollars is let, a lot let, of money let, until you get it. Let, let me let me let me <laughs> let me ask you this: If Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, which released this this story, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, the wealthiest man in the world, if he and he lives in D.C. If he went to Snyder and said, "Here's five bill cash, just like, just like Steve Ballmer did with the Clippers and Sterling. Here's two bill. Here's cash. Snyder's taking that money. Where do I? He ain't turning that around. No, he's, he's not. not. He's not. <laughs> you don't think he'll take it? Cash? You gotta you, no, you, you gotta don't think understand he's gonna, what. You don't think he's gonna listen? Understand what comes with the power of being a part of the NFL. Understand the leverage that comes. With, it's the business. Like I said, when you in, you in. It's a certain swag that come with it. It's a certain, like I said, when I was playing, I could walk into places and I tell people, you know what I mean? And I wasn't one to brag or say who or what I did. But when they found out, all they was like, why didn't you say something? Let me, let me, like, dog, let, I don't expect you to know me. Let me, let me cut you, let, let me cut you off on that. There's plenty of times that we was looking at you like, nigga, tell this dude in front of this club who you are so we can walk through this damn gate <laughs> and don't have to wait this long. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold outside. It's cold. Well, never me, man. Like I say, but like I said, you talking about he's not gonna sell it because, like I say, of the the prestige that comes with it, the leverage that comes with it. I like I said, that. until I can, he gets his hand that. caught in the cookie jar, he's not he's not moving nowhere, and he's lawyering up because, like I say, the smallest allegations of somebody saying something, all he gonna do is send him. Like I said, two hundred fifty thousand. That's nothing. That's that's the basic. Well, let me, you let me say this: those, million, and you ain't never had that money, money, and you go, you disappear. You you go. Those those other owners are powerful, also, especially Jerry Jones. Bezos placing a call to those other owners and saying, "Look, I want in." That also gets it done because they can push him out. Yeah, like it's they can push like him said, out now too. The owners can push him out. Yeah, right. Yeah, now the owners yeah. can. Like I said, now that and like I said, if he pissed off enough people, now he kind of chilled the last few years, from my understanding. But when, like I said, when he first got in the business, oh, he was pissing a whole bunch of people off. So now I think, like I said, he's a little older. He's a little bit more settled. He's still doing what he do, obviously. But for the other owners, he I'm pretty sure he got dirt on them as well. Yeah. Like I said, look how many yeah. owners doesn't show. You got Kraft down mm -hmm. with some prostitutes. You got the dude um, in Indianapolis smoking coke with some prostitutes. That's the billionaire, billionaire boys club, man. Yeah, they I do. think it's going to be a domino effect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is bad. But just think about all the rest of Thirty of those owners, you know what I mean? No, but they, the NBA, there. the NBA pushed out Hell Sterling, yeah. and he ain't ratting nobody else out. He took his two yeah. bill cash and walked into the sunset. Sterling, Look, five, St five Sterling was Sterling was a lot older too. So this is this is the thing that I'm kind of with the NBA. This is the case that I'm kind of um, putting next to or comparing to the 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 recent shit with Dallas and Mark Cuban. They it was same kind of allegations that it was yeah, you know yeah. some. And they and you know they ain't pushed Mark out. Mark kind of fell back, and he but said, "Cuban Yo. ain't Cuban has never been hated like Dan Snyder's." Now I agree. Him. I agree with you. I agree with you. I feel like this. I feel like it's going to take one of these two things. It's going to be either his name gets linked and tied to one of these women, and it's strong case. They got text messages or pictures that him tied up or some shit. Doing some kinky ass shit. He too oh. smart for all that, man. Nah, <laughs> or, he too or, smart. Or if he ain't been caught now, he ain't gonna get caught. Or it's gonna take the 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 other owners to feel like he's too hot right now 
He's causing he he's too bad for the brand no, right now. Not even no. See, but y'all, but y'all, y'all think y'all thinking like fans and people. No, it's is he bad for business? That's all it comes down to. Right. Is he bad for business? Is he bringing money into the organization? It's all about business. They could give they could care less about what he. But did. like you said, they, like the, I said, they the, doing all the same thing. Is fandom is already down. F- fandom's already down. So like he is bad for business. Yeah. He's all he's proven he's bad for business, and so this is. If he's linked to this in any way, maybe he survives it. Maybe he keeps the team. But how's he not? He is linked to it. <laughs> how, yeah, how's he not linked to it? Like, but that's my is, point. I think the only one that don't know what's going on. You the only right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That was the interesting part about today. Like, bro, you push the newest person in your organization to the forefront. Like, yo, you handle that. You step in front and talk. And he ain't been there like D Max said, but for four weeks. I don't know what the <laughs> hell going on. So that that's the thing. It's like, yo, you <laughs> you that's his claim, and I'm sure you know. And and and, and look, and then it proves that he getting that check and what he doing. He talking. Like I told you, that <laughs> yeah. check boy, you do amazing things, but he, he, he back now, he say I wasn't here. He he was like, Well, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna say, what, y'all get your pe- what, what paper? I'm gonna read this paper right here. All right, this is what I'm supposed to say. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, look, give me that two hundred fifty. Oh, give me that two hundred fifty thousand. Hey, this is the greatest organization ever. Be the greatest person. Look, man, that check make people talk. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you don't even think five bill. Like, come on, five bill. I gotta listen. Now, I gotta now listen. I agree. Oh. I agree with what Max said. Oh, I it's think the power that comes with it. It's the power. Yeah, I can see well, that. But he I, is not more powerful than Jeff Bezos because when no, 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 no. no, but what I'm saying, but, but I'm talking about as the owner, like I said, yeah, the shield ain't more powerful building, than Bezos. I am the owner of the Washington. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. So bro. it's a matter of leverage. You can give me all the money, then he's just a regular dude. No, yeah. nobody's looking at him. He's not in the paper. You can't think. Don't think he ain't got no ego now. Think about yeah. when he first got. He his name was in the paper more than the players in some situations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nah. he, don't think he's not. A, he doesn't have an ego. Don't I can see he's not narcissistic. I can see it from no, that perspective. No, I, like he, hey, he, 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 he wants he wants that leverage. He wants that power. When I walk, I got a t- I got a squad of business suits around me. I got a squad of lawyers walking with me. I got a squad of whoever. You see what I'm saying? Like you a regular dude, just got billions of dollars. You ain't got that. You just a regular dude with billions of dollars. Don't nobody know who you are. Yeah, that's a good point, man. We're, we're- what are the chances that the next owner of uh, the uh, the Washingtons is is a black is, is a black person? There's Zero. no black person in America that has enough cash to buy the Redskins outright. Zero. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a zero percent well, chance. Well, they could always put their money together, but Oprah's the yeah. wealthiest black person no, in the country, and she doesn't have enough. I, I see. It's, zero. But this is the thing. It's going to take, from my perspective. It's going to take another 10 to 15 years before you even get a black GM to a black owner um, in the NFL. I told you, the, dinosaur, the dinosaurs have to die first. The dinosaurs ain't dying. They 70, mm-hmm. 80 years old, so it's going to be another. Then it has, then it has to flip over or have, give it to their kids. Their kids are going to be a little bit more liberal, if that's the word for them, well, where they don't give a damn. They're going to do it. Yeah. All right, you know football. We need you in this position to play football. And it's not just the money. All the pro leagues have to vote you in. So yeah. not only do you gotta have be liquid enough to get in, they gotta vote you in. Yeah. What about Magic? What about what about Magic Johnson? Magic doesn't have enough Magic? money to own a pro football team. Magic couldn't buy the Lakers outright. So yeah. 
He, no, but he was he had some stake in, in the Lakers, the Dodgers. He did. I mean, he gotta have he, some, had, he gotta have something, something to put on it. Peaches, and he's got he had, out in this area. No, Magic. So, he I mean, had Magic, a small Magic minority stake. Magic. Right, Magic got in, got his money, and got out. His right, stake in right. the Lakers was worth. His name on it. His, his stake in the Lakers he sold for twenty five million dollars. The Lakers is worth four point one billion. This is like, it, it, it's going. It would take a group like like Max said. It would take a a a, a investment group maybe headed by Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, like you gonna get yeah. Go get all the all the billionaires. You know what I mean. Get Oprah. Get Bob Johnson. You know what I mean. Tell them come to the table. You know Michael Jordan, and then then it might it might be a possibility. He's yeah. got a movie theater right down the street from the stadium, so you know he like he like doing business in that area. But like, like Alex said, they gonna have to vote. They gotta vote your ass in too. And like Max said, do them dinosaurs want a brother in that meeting? No, no Magic, Magic, Magic got in with the Dodgers because of the Guggenheim partners. That's why he got in with the Dodgers. And he's a big face in L.A. There's publicity. There's a lot of other reasons why he oh, got Magic, in. Magic, like say, think business. Think, exactly. Think business. Magic is a brand that everybody loves. And he's a right. he is a billion Magic he is, is a, a billionaire, a but what other better candidate? Look, I don't know about it, but I mean, it ain't, and it's not L.A. That's the only thing that doesn't fit. It's not L.A. But other than that, I mean, shit, oh, I, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, DC. They like him. We like him. Let's go. If I was Magic Johnson, I wouldn't come to DC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's That's too conservative. No, it's right too conservative, way. man. Nobody, no, you gotta understand. Nobody really likes this area as a sports area, even though we actually have pretty decent sports and we put out and we actually produce a lot of uh college and professional athletes. But mm -hmm. actually, as a franchise, no, nah, nobody is. It's DC is not a city, you know, especially after the dreamer. DC is not a city people really want to come to. For those that don't know what dream is. It's only the greatest nightclub oh, the club. ever. <laughs> nah, quite H2O was actually better than Dream. H2O Dream. was the shit. H2O, H2O was, was shit. H2O was H2O was was H2O was H2O was a lot of brothers were swim, swimming in the water. Hey, dog, listen, Dream, when Dream first opened, just the allure of it, yo, it was just Dream like. Dream was tight too. Yeah. That, that first night, no one was like, this is the first part of the country to Dream and night and love. Yo, yo, Brandon looked at that shit was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I walked up the, I walked up the steps like, oh shit. Let's let's um <laughs> well let's not go too far from a tangent given this is a more serious episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Word, 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 word. But <sighs> I mean so I mean to, well, to wrap it up, man, Denari, you don't I mean you don't do you think the culture of the, the football team in DC is gonna gonna improve after all of this? Or do you think it'll be just business as usual after the after the media stuff dies down? It's it's been the same thing. It's just a matter of when it gets exposed. I don't think anything's going to change. Um, you know, like I said, until management and leadership change, you get the same thing. You you know what I mean? You can paint the, the zebra whatever color you want it. It's still a horse with black and white stripes. At the end of the day, he's still slapping a lip, weasel, slapping lipstick on a pig. So, um. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think I'm done. I think I don't have any more questions. But I did want to. I did want to give you an opportunity because um, we didn't last time um, to let you push your brand, D Mac. Let the people know what you're doing, where they can find you, how they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, and all of that good stuff. 
Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my main things is personal training. Um, if those in the region, uh, obviously I'm a personal trainer. Uh, uh, athletic sports fitness. I do all that. You can find me at Coach McCants on all platforms. And then of course my foundation, which I'm definitely need uh, everybody help. Um, a foundation is based off literacy, but literacy that's fighting delinquency. Um, what we have to understand is if before the third grade we're learning to read, and after the third grade we're, we're, we're reading to learn. And if we can't have, if we're not able to read to learn, then that's where we get the behavior issues. When you get the behavior issues, they put you out of school, they discipline you, and they're not teaching you. So now we fall behind. Unfortunately, that falls on a lot of African American boys. Um, only fifty-five percent of them are graduating high school. So what else is there to do? Um, let alone go to college. Um, so what's them happening is we have a large population that's ended up on welfare, in poverty, or in jail. So to help eliminate that, we're fighting delinquency. So when I'm, I have a, a program called findamefoundation.org. You can go on there. We need donations. What we're trying to do by the end of the summer is give away 100 books. I know the cold COVID thing, so I'm still working that part out as um, far as what's legal. But for the most part, we're trying to get these kids engaged. So I need young men, uh, brown, black men to start being engaged on social media, you know, take a picture of yourself, take a picture reading to your kids, hashtag it, finding me foundation. Um, so they can see us more than with a ball in our hand, with a mic in our hand and start seeing us with books in our hand and that we're reading and taking care of our kids. Um, because that image, it, social media is the way that image plays a major factor in the kids who don't have a male role model, who don't have a male figure in their life. I believe seeing other people reading books like, hey, maybe I should get this. And I'm trying to start libraries, not just have a whole bunch of video games that they sit in there playing all day where they actually engage in uh, reading. So that is what uh, my program is based off of. And we're trying to get some things together because the way it's looking that uh, going back to school, uh, some kids may not be going back to school till January. So uh, my goal is to try to keep them engaged. Um, I'm online, Facebook, uh, where I do an online uh, story time where I read to the kids or whoever chimes in and um and they can go on and check that out so that's what i'm doing those are the two biggest things that i do right now it's impressive man want to thank you again for coming on and providing just some additional insight um to football and to the washington organization man thank you we appreciate you hey, Matt, Matt, thank you always, appreciate you man. much so, so. Absolutely, man. It's always fun getting on these things, man. I like these, man. I, I don't know if I can do it all the time, but it's it's uh it's fun getting on. I, I got a lot of stories to tell, man. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Hey, look, I'm sure we'll have you on. We'll be having you back, man. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy yesterday. I was just about to text you, and then you text me with the story. I was like, yo. About to hit you. You already know. So we appreciate you, man, or, or the short notice. Um, it's always a pleasure, man, and, and come back and see us, and we'll get behind that um, your organization, man, and we'll do we see what we can do and help that situation out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I need some money. Give me some money. Gotcha. Some money. <laughs> definitely, 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 definitely a support. Man. All right.